Well, good evening from Hunter's Ale House. Not this time, but from the cabin. A little switch up. Uh, Brock, I did that for you because this yeah. is your first time coming out here Appreciate to the that. cabin. Welcome. We've got a bowl game to play, guys. Chris Jarrett, Brock Gutierrez, Jim McElwain will join us. And uh, this is this is it, the final Coach Mac show of the year. And uh, this has worked out really well where we've come to the cabin for the last few shows of the season. Well, I'm glad to be here the first time here. But I've been to all these bars, all these Hunter's bars many, many times. So <laughs> this is one of my favorites. First time wearing a headset, maybe, in one. First time wearing a headset. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, it, it was quite the year. The Chippewas finished strong down the stretch, take down Eastern Michigan, win the Michigan Mac Trophy, and uh, always great to see Central Michigan go back to a bowl game, and we get to go down to Tucson, Arizona. Pretty darn cool. Yeah, I heard it's going to be very, very nice down there. It should be a fun venue, and those guys from Barstool Sports, they know how to, they know how to, how to get after it, so it should be a great time for everybody. Yeah, I heard it's warm down there this time of year, so it's warmer than I mean, here. Today was nice though. Today, and we got like 60 degrees coming in the next couple of days, so I don't know. But I heard it's a lot nicer down there weather-wise. Well, so usually, uh, usually by late December, we'll be wanting to get out of Michigan just for a little stretch. We love it up here, but uh, go down and see some sun, see some cacti, and see some Central Michigan football as they will close out the year taking on a Boise State squad that they've battled five times. So sixth meeting coming up, it'll be December 31st. If you head down to Arizona with us, which we certainly hope, game time will be 12 o'clock local time, 2 o'clock back here in the Eastern time zone. So what do you guys say we uh, bring on Coach Mack after this? Let's talk let's about the game. Let's, let's talk about what the heck this team's been doing since that great finish to the end of the year after a win at home against Eastern Michigan. That's all coming up. We'll catch up with Khalil Pimpleton. Rumor has it the uh, leading rusher. You guys know the leading rusher in all of college football is in the building tonight, Lou Nichols. Pretty darn cool. So we're going to talk to him, and uh, we're going to get you all ready for the Chippewas to head down to the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl to take on Boise State. All coming up on the Coach Max Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back here at the cabin, it's the final Coach Max show of the year. Central Michigan football getting ready to head down to Tucson. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, Chris Jared, and your head football coach, Jim McElwain. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks, and uh, happy holidays to everybody. And Boy, it's a great time of year when you are uh, finish up like we did and then now get go play at a great bowl game and uh, against a quality opponent. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Well, it's uh, it's been kind of weird because we're used to seeing you every week and then we have this lull you know the regular season ends it's kind of a sad feeling but uh, what what have you and the guys been up to since you found out about the bowl and obviously knowing that the game's going to be the last day of the year well you know national signing day is on wednesday so uh, immediately after the game uh, we took off uh, been on the road now uh, for the last couple weeks we've had some recruiting visits um, and uh, the players have been doing a good job just i kind of wanted them to step away from football a little bit and uh you know they're working out with joel but we'll get back at it starting uh this thursday yeah it's exciting to see what this class has done and see everybody that's involved in this team and know that a whole new recruiting class is coming in it, it's not going to be like the double recruiting class that you got this past yeah, year right it's not going to be the 60 <laughs> new guys that showed up uh no that's that's for sure but uh no, this this will be a it, it's a fun time, um, and the coaches have done an excellent job 
out on the road getting these guys, and, and we're going to assign a really good class. Well, speaking of those 60 new guys you had this year, what a way to set kind yeah. of the mindset and the tone for what's expected of them at this at this university and this football team with the, the success that you've had going down the stretch and the, and the individual accolades. And, and, I mean, it's all right in front of them. And you've had some – one of the reasons I attribute the, the success you had at the end of the season is senior leadership. I mean, you've had some Fantastic. guys that are just – love the game of football from what i can see they love being there not just at the game but all week long you can just tell by watching them they loved every second of it and uh that really helps when you got incoming guys and to have 60 of them to be impressed upon what it takes that's that's a huge well and and you know those 60 had a valuable a lot of them i mean helped us on the darn special teams oh, yeah. and helped us on scouts and uh, you really don't realize until you don't have them <laughs> what that year was the year before, uh, just trying to get a look. But you, you talked about our senior leadership, and, and these are, man, this is a really good group of guys. And as I've said from the start, I, I love these guys. I love the locker room. I just uh, really, really, really owe it to those guys to, you know, finish this thing up strong. And, Coach, what a way to commemorate that senior class, too, with the win against Eastern Michigan to get the Michigan Mac and the regular season on a strong note with a 21-point win over the Eagles. What was that like to be able to celebrate with the guys and, and end that regular season on a high note and pay those seniors off well? Well, first off, it should have been more than 21, all right? <laughs> yeah, and, well, and, I'll uh, agree. You know, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I think for us, uh, you know, this group of guys – we, we started a deal, you know, that dealt with the number two uh, when we started last January. And, you know, that was an indicator. Uh, it's only been uh, two times in ten years that we've had the cannon. And that's where that one started. And then to be able to go ahead and finish it out and get that second trophy, that's a credit to that locker room, these players, and, and what they committed to. We remember that game against NIU in October, and then you have to still play a full another month this season. November is winning month. That's that's the end of the year. You want to play your best. You guys went 4-0, Western, Kent, Ball State, Eastern Michigan, two of those games on the road. What does it say about your guys losing that type of gut-wrenching game and then finishing the season as strong as they did? Well, uh, you know, and, and somebody showed me this. I think since we've been here, we're 11-1 we're and one in uh, the month of November. And to me, that's a credit to what those guys are doing in the weight room. And it's oh, yeah. a credit to our strength and conditioning staff. It's a credit to um, our nutrition program, which, which uh, the administration has, has really put forth. You know, I really felt we were getting stronger when some of these teams were getting weaker. You could see it on the field. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have that kind of a dominating run game. Yeah, if you're not getting stronger, and it seemed like as the game went on, you know, every week it seemed like your guys were getting stronger. The defense, the defense flying around to the ball, it was it was noticeable. You could tell they were in great shape, and maybe other teams weren't. Um, it was certainly something that uh, you could see. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I said, I, I I can't say enough about the people in the organization who, uh, you know, have helped these guys and and but more so what they've done as players to take advantage of it. Uh, that, that's a great thing. And then uh, on top of the season, uh, you talked about it a little bit, but you've been out all over the place recruiting-wise. I know obviously signing day coming up, so tell us a little bit about kind of going out and finding that next batch of kids that you're trying to sign here in the early signing period and then, uh, of course, in February. Right. Um, well, 
I can't comment on, on them yet, <laughs> uh, so I don't know whether that was a loaded question. You wanted me to, like, if, do an NCAA sanction here or something? Not at all. Uh, Just uh, tell okay. us about your travels, because that's a lot of work for you. I know that. Um, well, do you want me to tell you about some of the movies I watched on the plane? There we go. <laughs> that's yeah. what we yeah. really wanted. So uh, we, we, uh, we traversed the country, and, and of course, you know, the, the main part, uh, right here in Michigan and in, in our footprint, but uh, you know, getting getting down to see each one of the kids that are going to sign uh, on Wednesday and, and just kind of the last questions and this and that. But uh, I'm, I'm excited about this crew. I think uh, let's put it this way: there's a lot of good things ahead for the Chippewas. That's Amen. what we like there to we hear. Go. Always love to hear that. I, I got one more recruiting question uh, because obviously it, it's the first time since 2017 that this this program has won both in-state games in the same year. So you're obviously the blueprint of this Central Michigan program going back to Brock, staying through is you want to you wanna bring in those in-state kids. How much does that mean something when you go and look those guys in the face and say, hey, we're the best program in the state beating Eastern and Western here in 2021. Well, you know, I kind of let our place speak for itself. I, I don't bring that up, um, and yet they know it. And uh, <laughs> now when they visit our place, it's different because obviously our facilities are fantastic. What we're doing for our players, um, you know, I think um, that, that, that shows. And then the relationships we have with our players. I, I think that that really shows through when they're on their visits. Coach, on top of the recruiting visits that you do as well, how do you keep the competitive edge up from the last time that you took the field against Eastern looking forward to the bowl game to end the well, new year? Well, I, a little bit probably, I, I wanted our guys to kind of step away a little bit and then we'll get them back going when we start on Thursday. You know, we'll, we'll get, you get the opportunity to have 15 practices and and it's great development for uh, your younger guys. You know, a lot of the older guys, I'm, you know, they're going to know the game plan, but I'm not going to kill them, you know. Uh, and yet, uh, you know, for us, I think they're going to be excited uh, when we get back because, you know what, they miss it too. They get away from it for a little bit, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. It, I think it's time to go to practice. So. You don't know what to do with all yeah. that time. Right. It's, it's <laughs> all this time, and you just do you know it's, it's uh, like playing a night game like what do you do all day? what do you do all day before the game yeah i never liked that time i'd rather know exactly what i gotta do and be there man Th that's right well we're looking forward to seeing the chippewas uh, get out there and here's the good thing coach you're all on your schedule weekly of like these tuesday wednesday now i know it's not saturday but it's a friday so you're only off by like one day on your normal calendar right, right? yeah that's exactly right but uh <laughs> well, well the way we're gonna handle it and, and I'm, I'm excited for the kids we're gonna have here about you know six good days of practice and meetings and, and get the plan in we're going to send them home on the 22nd so they can uh, you know spend christmas with with family and loved ones and then uh, we'll we'll get down to the bowl on the 26th and we'll actually start a monday a tuesday slash wednesday a thursday a friday <laughs> we go. and then we'll play the game Hey, we're looking forward to it. Um, we're going to come back, talk about it. It's going to be Boise State, Central Michigan on December 31st. But with it being our last show, we got to throw a couple of shout-outs here. Pat Simons is in the house, and uh, that guy has been here throughout this entire year, setting up audio for us, making sure that we're on the air every week. So, Pat, stand up back there. Way to go, Pat. Wave your hand around. This yeah. guy's uh, been tremendous. He's helped us all year long. Yeah, and... Uh, 
and does a great job. I mean, uh, uh, for him to be able to jump from Hunter, see here, make That's sure right. everything's happening. Uh, no, he does a fantastic job, and he actually, uh, they, they actually feed our team occasionally too so uh, they do a fantastic job and we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up johnny hunter obviously same thing hosting the show every year at hunter's ale house able to switch it over the cabin so really appreciate johnny hunter and providing the great beverages and the great food at both these spots here in mount pleasant for you and the yeah. guys and the whole community yeah and that would be bud and bud light from fabiano it brothers sure would. yeah you got it well let's talk about that bowl game when we come back right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Final Coach Max show of the year here in 2021. Happy holidays to everybody coming to you from the cabin in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, Chris Jarrett, and the third-year head football coach for Central Michigan, Jim McElwain. And uh, kind of feels like maybe you're you're going back home a little bit. Team from the Mountain West that you're going to see. Yeah, and a, a unbelievable good team and great program. They've obviously made themselves into a national brand. Uh, very recognizable. They, they are... Uh, physical and fast uh, we have our work cut out for us and uh, but getting back to that side that that's a really good conference uh, you know they top to bottom that we obviously were in it for a while and and uh, really good players um, great tradition and uh, should be a lot of fun I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to getting our team out there to play these guys you guys find out what a week ago who you're playing so normally you have kind of a week-to-week -week basis on preparation and getting ready for it take us through kind of the load for the coaching staff as you got a little less than a month to get ready for this one. yeah well actually um we started you know the the guys that were in-house had everything broken down and and all the prelim stuff done but we actually started the actual game planning today um and where we're going in now that recruiting's over um, sitting down, we'll put the plan in, uh, start our practices, like I said, at the end of the week. And, uh, and then when we get down there, just kind of go do the same practices, you know. Uh, don't try to overload them. I really want our guys to have a good time and enjoy it. And uh, what a beautiful place we're staying. Um, it, it, uh, it's a great reward for, for this football team. Yeah, it's how do you get, um, how do you get your work in? Mm-hmm without you know killing the guys that's yeah you know that's always a hard thing right yeah. you're playing a football game but it's a reward yeah and you want the guys to have fun have their free time have their time to do all the activities that they have planned you know but be, is, do, you, do you get all that i don't even know if you guys can even have contact can you guys yeah hit each other absolutely absolutely okay. yeah <laughs> yeah but you know you i get where i'm going yeah with this? no like, uh, and, and and at this time of and point of the year you, know, you don't have to kill them you know, you don't have to. You, you, Man, I wish I would have played for you. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> actually, you know, we got to set our pads. We'll always do team run. and uh, You know, you know Herb even chuckled about that one. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, no, our guys will be ready to go. It's going to be Boise State, Central Michigan, uh, taking the field December 31st. You know, the next thing, too, is you want to go out there and win this thing because the program standard has been go to bowl games. I mean, the Chippewas have been competing in a lot of these bowl games. It's their 13th bowl appearance and 11th in the last 16 years. 
We got to go win one of these, though. 2012 yeah. is the last time Central Michigan won. I believe back then it was the Little Caesars Pizza Bowl is what it was called in Detroit. But how much of an emphasis do you put on that saying, hey, guys, look, uh, we're a good enough program. We got to go win one of these things. No, and I think for our league, yeah, you know, we've got to do that. Yeah. Um, and it's important that our all eight teams that are going to bowls out of our league, you know, to give a give a good show and, and represent our brand of football the way we should. Yeah, it's certainly going to be exciting to watch the Chippewas and uh, Boise State heading out there, sixth all-time meeting between the Broncos and the Chippewas. Well, Coach, um, again, you look back at this year and you still have one to play, but what, what kind of are your thoughts? I know there's going to be more time to think about it, but thinking about the regular season from that first game at Missouri to where they finished against Eastern Michigan, what to you stood out in terms of the way that they grew up as a team on the field? You know, it's, it's, it's hard. I, I, I look back and I think about, you know, I probably screwed the program over by <laughs> shipping those kids home a year ago because, uh, you know, we, we, we missed, you know, to try to save some money. We, we ended up uh, playing much better after those guys all got kind of accustomed to it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, a, that's a real fact. And uh, so, you know, I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit from uh, that COVID year and what we did to, try to help financially but uh you know at the end of the day these guys came together and playing their best football and there's no doubt in my mind we're the best team in the league at the end of the year absolutely yeah, 100%. Uh, we kind of felt like the same thing too again you go back to a game that was settled by a point and then you rattle off the november that you had does does that help motivationally going into the next year that you didn't get to detroit this year even though you played really good football at the end of the season yeah and yet uh you know, I think the important thing is, is, is you know, we'll, we'll start over in January. Uh, we'll have a new set of uh, kind of goals, uh, things that we want to accomplish. But, you know, what it does teach you is <laughs> you never get it back. And so you got to take advantage of every time you're out there on the field to play. And, and uh, you know, I think that'll burn our guys a little bit. Was there a changing point for you? this year because I know at the beginning of the season you mentioned we want to get on a roll we want to start to win some games and obviously you lose the tight one and then you finish with four straight was it was it going to Western and beating the Broncos or, or what was it that kind of turned the tide to, to bring things in your favor towards the end of the year um, yeah that's a great question you know maybe that's something we ought to ask these players okay uh, I think that that uh, <laughs> uh, you know I'd like to find out their response to that but uh, no I don't kind of one of those coaches it's every week there's a new opponent and you put the plan in and you go play to win that game and then you worry about the next one after that that'll work the chip was uh finishing strong an eight and four season and a chance to win nine games with a victory over boise state you know the two players that we have here tonight um one of them was the mac offensive player of the year for the first time since some guy named dan lefevre won it in 2009 that would be lou nichols over here and then the other one was Khalil Pimpleton, who was the special teams player of the year. He took back two punts, I believe, in a big game against Western Michigan, <laughs> if I remember that correctly. So excited to have those guys up here. They were so impactful for your team this year. Well, um, they'll be the first to tell you, too, their, their success is all because of the guys around them. And, uh, and yet uh, you got to have some talent to do what these guys do. Yeah, and do. Uh, and uh, they're awful fun to watch. And, more than that, they're fun to coach. 
Who do you think's coming up first? Should we just let them decide? And yeah, I think I think they're going to have to, you know, figure it out. I think that'll work. <laughs> they're talking about it, right? Maybe some rock paper scissors. We'll yeah. find out when we come back. It's either going to be Lou Nichols, your MAC Offensive Player of the Year, and the leading rusher in all of NCAA football, or the Special Teams Player of the Year, the guy that brought back two kicks, only player in college football to do that yeah. one game this year. And and you know, is a true heartbeat of our team. You know, he's he's uh, KP's. A guy that affects the people around him in a positive way, and, and that's, I love the guy. Special. We've been able to watch him. Let's talk to him when we come back from the cabin here on the Coach Mac Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. to 10 Central Michigan leading 10 minutes to play first half shotgun snap back to Richardson to Simmons reverse near side Pimpleton with room to the 35 30 and blockers in front 25 20 down the sideline 10 5 touchdown Khalil Pimpleton the reverse works to perfection for the Chippewas Oh, one of many touchdowns from the special teams player of the year, Khalil Pimpleton. He can catch them, he can throw them, he can run them, he can take them back on punts. I mean, what can't this guy this guy do, Coach? Well, you know what? I haven't seen him cook. Are you a good cook? Not for real. Not really. Not, not really? I try. You try a little bit? Yeah, I ain't that good. What, what, what's your go-to? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Oh, that's <laughs> a good right. meal. That's, that's great. pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to let you ask that question. All you, right. you asked me. So I'm putting it on you guys. He, he, he asked about kind of when we kind of. What was the changing point of the season? You guys obviously have the heartbreaker against NIU, but you closed with a perfect stretch in November, finished with four straight victories. You guys in the locker room or just your feel personally, what, what kind of turned the tide there? Uh, I, I think we, we started to have fun again. You know, just starting off the season, uh, with with you know we went two and two I think we started yeah. off two and two mm -hmm. uh, you know you know losing is never fun so you know we just had to find find our groove uh, we, we took a loss to, to Miami as well uh, again we know that we definitely could have won heartbreaker to, to NIU but um I, I think we I think as a team uh, we started playing together and, and having fun again uh, and, that, and that's one of the biggest parts of the game uh, if you're not having fun with the game what are, what are you doing yeah. so I think we I think we started having fun with the game again. You know, it's uh, interesting because we were obviously on TV a bunch there at mm -hmm. the end. Yeah. And uh, the amount of people that call me just buddies, you know, that say, man, they just love watching the team play. Play and with some energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you could you could feel it. And uh, that was a great thing. So mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit what you've been doing here with your with your little time off. <coughs> Trying to finish school. Yeah. <laughs> Finishing school. Uh, we've been working out, uh, having our workouts every day. Uh, so get definitely staying on track and staying uh, staying in shape uh, for the bowl game, uh, but most definitely just just finishing the semester strong. That's that's pretty much what, what the majority of the guys are doing right now. Um, graduation? Yes, sir. Next week. Next week. <laughs> How about that? Yes, sir. He, he he gets to walk across that stage next week, and, yes, and uh, I'm I'm really excited about that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I bet your mom's excited. Oh yeah, she can't wait. <laughs> Asked me about tickets every day. Yeah, that's right. I had to send them to her earlier. She sent me the thumbs up, so I'll, I know she stopped harassing me about those. Uh, <laughs> man, that's great. That's great. Uh, 
reaction uh, by you kind of when you found out we were uh, going to the uh, Barstool Sports uh, Bowl in Tucson? The best, the best thing about it was just knowing we're going somewhere warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part about it. So once I heard Tucson, Arizona, that's all I need to hear. I ain't care about the opponent. We go somewhere warm. Spoken <laughs> like a true Michigander right there. <laughs> that's exactly right. No, this will be the they, they went out and did the site visit, this resort we're yep. staying at. I talked to Rob. He told yeah. me about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big-time joint, so uh, yes, this will be great for you guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good. Uh, moving forward into what we're going to be practicing now and, mm -hmm. and getting back at it, um, we get a chance to really get to know this Boise team, mm -hmm. all right? Um, but as we kind of look at it, what do you think are going to be some of the keys for us in preparation? Uh, I, I think really just getting back in the group of, play, of playing football, you mm -hmm. know, we, we just had this time off, uh, you know, a lot of guys are really focused on their schoolwork, uh, and so I really think that film session Thursday, getting our minds refreshed on, on the game of football and, and the things that we, th that we still have to do to get better as a team and as uh, individuals, I really just think just getting back in the group of football and uh, being able to, to come out and play together uh, to, to get a win against Boise. That's right. Well, I've, I've got to tell you that there's, he knows how I feel about him. But man, you're the you're the heartbeat of this football team, and uh, I love your smile. And and I I can just say I'm really proud to say I'm your coach, man. I appreciate you, coach. Yeah, I so. Khalil Pimpleton, 2,100 yards. Coach was asking me, can we get some career stats? Because this guy is uh, he's racked up some yards, receiving yards, 2,100 yards. 12 receiving touchdowns, nearly 300 rushing yards, five touchdowns in his career, and of course those two big ones, maybe the biggest two touchdowns of his career. I would say three actually, because they all came, you know, within like a five-minute span <laughs> right. in Kalamazoo. Yeah. But uh, man, it's it's been a pleasure to watch you play and That's watch right. you represent Central Michigan University. Uh, it's been a pleasure wearing that maroon and gold, man. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Well, how about it, Khalil Pimpleton, folks? Hoping he's going to have a big game against Boise State. Yes, sir. We're excited to, to watch him play at least one more time, and uh, we'll bring up, you know, before we do bring up, tell us tell us a little bit something about your teammate that we're about ready to talk to, Lou Nichols, and how this guy, you've seen him grow up. Uh, yeah, that's my roommate, man. He, uh, <laughs> he got here, uh, you know, he, he, he wasn't very talkative. He wasn't really, he was just pretty much laid back, so cool like he is right now. Uh, but, you know, we, when, it, when it was his time to come out of the dorms, he came up to me and Ja'Cory and Andrew Ward. They said, man, I need somewhere to stay. We like, come on. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> so we took him under our wig, man. It's just been a joy just to be by his side uh, and, and, and guide him through, you know, his, his first few years of college, uh, now going into his, his senior year. Uh, it's just been a wonder, uh, a, a joy, just being his teammate uh, and, and playing by, by his side, man. Yeah, it's been fun to watch. What a great answer. Well, we're going to talk with Sweet Lou when we come back here from Ooh. the cabin. Lou Nichols, C.M. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> Love it every time he gets the ball. That's the chant in the crowd. Let's bring him up. The nation's leading rusher coming back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Richardson, hands off, left side, Nichols breaks a tackle, bounces outside, 25-20, down the sideline, 10, 5, touchdown, Central Michigan, and there's the exclamation point. 
Yes, indeed. 15 touchdowns this year for the man sitting to our right. And again, I'm going to say it all night long because I feel like Mr. Nichols didn't quite get the respect that he deserved. 1,710 rushing yards. There is no better running back in college football in 2021 than this man right here. Thank you. <laughs> He's too humble to say it, but that's why I'm here. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's great. So, uh, you know, here's one I got to ask, and, and go ahead. You know, you guys just heard the highlight of that run, but uh, if I'm correct, that thing was supposed to hit to the right. How did it get to the left? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I was just reading D. Rich, and once I got the ball, I did feel kind of unusual. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be over there, but <laughs> I had the ball, so I just had to make a play. <laughs> That's right, and you did, you did that. Uh, so a very nice thing and, and well-deserved, but uh, tell us what you uh, saw there in Detroit when you were kind of maybe looking up in the air at a billboard or something. Uh, I saw a billboard of myself with the, uh, the Russian crown and just the other dudes who was behind me. Yeah, it was it was surreal. I, I, it was kind of felt like a dream, like a video game or something. I was surprised. It was just, just honored, really. Well, just so you know, we actually also put one in Kalamazoo. Yeah, I, I heard about the. Uh, so, <laughs> just to remind them. So, <laughs> I'm just giving them a little bulletin board material for next year, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so, how have you kind of taken this little break that we've had? How, uh, what have you been doing? Uh, just staying in shape and uh, focusing on school, getting all my homework done, exams, studying, tutor sessions, everything I need for school, and just staying in shape. You know, it's kind of crazy, but uh, based on the the COVID year and all that, <coughs> technically you could have won the freshman of the year award. Yeah. Right? I think so. <laughs> I, I never knew how they was going to do it, but, you know, That's right. I think it all worked out. First two-time <laughs> freshman winner of the year there. <laughs> for exactly. That would have been it, too. Yeah, that would have been crazy explaining <laughs> that to people. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, so it, as, as we kind of move forward and, and get ready for this bowl game, uh, Tell me what you're kind of looking forward to with the bowl and everything. Uh, I'm definitely excited to play somewhere warm. Uh -huh. you know, I grew up playing in Michigan, so I'm used to playing in the cold. But it, I think it would feel real good to go down to Arizona, play somewhere warm, and just one last time with this group of guys. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, and what a great group of guys it is. You know, that locker room, I talk about it, man. You, you guys, uh, you got something special. Whatever the it is, man, <laughs> figure out how we keep it. You All got right. me? Definitely. All right. Thanks, Coach. What, what – uh, what are your plans? You'll go back then uh, at, at the break, you know, for Christmas. You just go back to Detroit and then get ready to load the plane? Yeah, just go back home, you know, chill with the family before we go off to Arizona just to see them for Christmas. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I think you guys understand he's, he's a man of few words, <laughs> Lou Nichols is, and uh, I absolutely love it. But he plays so loud. Yeah, he does. And uh, I'll tell you what, we're uh, we're fortunate to have you as a chip man, and uh, a lot of a lot of years left. You got me. Yes, coach. Thank you. All right, buddy. There he is, the nation's leading rusher and the leader in all-purpose yards, Lou Nichols, your MAC Offensive Player of the Year, and we get to watch him one more time here in 2021 against Boise State. Come back from the cabin on uh, the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers. Proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light.
Back here at the cabin, it's the final Coach Max show of the 2021 season. Adam Jackson alongside Brock Gutierrez and Jim McElwain. And uh, Coach, we got to talk to a couple of your guys and got to look back on the season and preview that bowl game. So, again, I know we asked you before, but kind of take us through the layout of, of what the schedule is looking forward here leading up to the bowl game. Well, we're, we'll, uh, we'll get back at it again on Thursday uh, and uh, – Really heavy meetings and film work, and then we'll uh, ease into it a little bit on uh, Friday and Saturday. It'll be kind of helmet practices, and then we'll go a couple tough days, which will be like a Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and a Wednesday practice. Uh, finish it up with a perfect Thursday type practice where we'll go real fast with the game plan in, and then uh, send them home for Christmas. Do they, do they allow you guys to have nine on seven still? Oh, yeah. Like we, we have team run every day. Every day. So I don't – I'm I'm a believer that you have to run as a team. You have to be 11 on 11. I, all right, so I like the that. inside run deal that everybody does, I'm like – You don't oh, do 9 on 7. You do the whole team run. No, team run. And we're coming at because the corners have to learn how to fit. Oh, and absolutely. the receivers have to learn how to block. And, you know, I, I'm just a believer in that. Now, we do some separate – Pod work and some half line work, obviously sure. against. But my my deal is team run. Can you still do bowl in the ring? Illegal. Illegal. Yes, illegal. Really? What about the supine they, tackling drill? And they they did. They took the Oklahoma drill out. How about that? It's ridiculous. I mean, unbelievable. But one thing we do do is we do team run every practice. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Like a three play segment. Uh, it's actually let's see. It goes three three. Five, three, three. Okay. So. I was told there'd be no math, so I can't yeah, add that up. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it's more than a couple plays. Oh, yeah. Hash, hash, middle. Yep. Okay. All scripted. Uh, my deal, and, and I tell the defense, put all 11 up there. I don't care. I, don't care. You know, I love it. At some point, you have That's to That's what the last couple teams you play, play yeah. did. They put all 11 in the box. And it doesn't matter because <laughs> you leave one for Lou and he runs them over. He sure does. Yeah. That's fun to see. Yeah. Are you ever down on the sideline and just curious? I wonder what the Brockisms are on the broadcast. You're just mid-game, and you're like, what, what does Brock typically say every broadcast? Well, we just heard one. I was told there'd be no math. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> it's an oblong ball. You just never know where it's going to bounce. That's and true. Number three, That's all true. always comes out. You know, I just are they allowed to still hit down well, there in 2021 on the football field? So here's the one thing. I wished I could have heard his voice during this last game when their team was flopping all the time, <laughs> all right, trying to slow the game down. I mean, that was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever been through. That was coach. ridiculous. Uh, they got to start doing something about that. They got to start penalizing for delay a game or something like well, that. Well, what I think you find the coach. Well, I know, I know, I, I know I that you think that about that. I mean, that's what you that should do. Coach. <laughs> something. You know, because obviously it comes from they're him. teaching it. Yeah, right? it comes from him, so, 100%. Yeah. So you can tell I'm a little pissed off about it. Can I say pissed on the yeah. air? I think okay, you can, good. yeah. Because that was the – it was BS. It was BS, and uh, I could tell that you were a little bit uh, peeved on the sidelines. And that might have been in the broadcast, too. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't understand is I remember you and I, we were talking about this way back at Ford Field, Mac Media Day, because you're like, they don't just call it faking. They have to use the fancy feigning injuries. Yeah, I still don't know what feign means. <laughs> 
It's but fake, right? Yes. yes. Okay, good. But they were supposed to put an emphasis on that, and I don't know what emphasis they put on that in games this year. But I don't know what, how you can how can you how can how can you judge that, yeah. right? I mean, what if the guy actually is hurt? That's exactly right. right. So I I don't I don't know. It, it somehow to me it's it's it has to do with ethics. It has to do with you know how you teach your guys the game of football, and to me that's not I'll, part of the game. I'll put it to you this way: if they had told me mm-hmm. to feign an injury. Yeah. That wouldn't happen, man. There's no way. Well, you'd have you asked him what Fane was. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. Rocket Terrace, Jim McElwain, and Adam Jacks up with you here on the final Coach Max show of the year. I-, I like to have you guys talk about this because you have great perspective about a little bit about what the game used to be like and what it is, how it's adapted now, how it's changed, and maybe for the good, maybe for the bad. But, Brock, you play, Coach. You you, you, you played, right? You used to throw the ball a little bit. Not very well. <laughs> but how is how is the game kind of adapted? What do you like? Maybe what do you don't like? Obviously, we talk about the injuries, but what else about college football back in the day now to here we are in 2021? Well, I can tell you this real quick. The way that this team plays, I it's the same. I love it. It's great. You got wide receivers blocking down the field. You got defensive guys flying around. You got a D-line D that's penetrating getting after i mean the, the the things that i saw over the second half of this season man it didn't seem a whole lot different except for that they're much faster bigger and stronger than than when i played but that's the natural progression of, of the human race right but uh as far as you know they bring nine guys in the box and you still run the football that's you know you can account for that and you can still have success in coaching in and being ready for that you know they're going to bring an extra guy in the box or two and knowing how to block it um Man, you, I, not, that didn't change. You, you know what amazes me, though, sometimes in, in, yeah, they'll add the extra guy, but they their gap control gets screwed up. You, you'll have times where the safety who's not used to being in the box is actually misfitting, which allows us then to go ahead. It, so sometimes they hurt themselves yeah. by, by putting too many people up there. But, you know, I would say, you know, on that, I think everything is cyclical. You know, yes. we've... we've uh, you know, when I first started, we broke from the eye uh, and went to one back and then, you know, the no tight end stuff and throwing the ball and doing all that. And I think the one thing that has really and, – and, okay, here's my feeling. I think it's cheating because last time I checked, the only time an old lineman can be downfield is on a screen, right? Something thrown behind the line. Behind the line screen, yeah. But the RPO game has really, yes. really added to college football, and now they give them three yards right down down the field. And, um, how would you like to be that guy in conflict? You know, That's every single field. time. You know, and and it's really it's like the old option game, where you know, hey, you got a pitch key, and you know, you're, you're optioning off at this guy. Well, technically, that's really what the RPO game has become. When they figured, kind of defense has figured out the option game, how to stop that, and then they and then they do more the, the zone read where it's, is it a quarterback run or, yep. is, you know, and how long the good ones can hold that mesh in there. And, yep. and that's a tremendous amount of pressure on the linebacker safety. Everybody, the, the guy that's got containment, it's got to be incredibly difficult. And then to add the RPO. Yeah. I it, mean, that's, uh, it's crazy. It, no it, it's beyond me that you're allowed to fake the ball have five old linemen technically downfield and still throw it yeah. downfield, you know. But we obviously do it because it's allowed, right? right? It's My, not illegal. Yeah, but I, I, I have a little problem with it because I didn't think the game of football was meant, like, meant for that. 
it seems like the game has become very offensively focused <coughs> in terms of RPO and the hurry up and tempo. Was there a point where it, it kind of shifted and it became, hey, how, how can the offense kind of get some more advantage so we can see some more points in the game of college football? Well, and again, it's uh, let's, let's call it what it is. It's entertainment, mm -hmm. right? And, and those are the things people want to see. So, um, you know, with the tempo piece, you know, you always had that in your offense because sure. you had a two-minute drill, right? You, I mean, it didn't matter who you were. You had that ability to do it. Guys have taken it to a, a new level uh, where it's all about trying to run 100 plays. That's all they oh, care man. about. That, that's all they care about. I would have died of a heart attack. Yeah, I mean, 100 <laughs> plays, that, that's their goal. That's that, that's that up-tempo Kent State stuff, right? And I, I don't know. I guess maybe... You can go home earlier because, you know, <laughs> you just, I, I don't really know. But, uh, uh, but it has changed. I think it's changed for good. I think the fans like it and uh, makes the game fun. I don't think there's any Chippewa fans that are complaining about how we got to watch uh, one of the most exciting teams in the country up here in Mount Pleasant. The way your offense zips the ball all around with Daniel Richardson, you guys are so fun because you can throw it, but you're also so balanced. And I know Brock loves that to see the big fellas banging up front and seeing Lou Nichols and the rest of the backs get holes. Uh, it's your team's just tremendously fun to watch, Coach. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, maybe some people that enjoy that fast-paced football don't like it, you know, when you're running the ball yeah. that much. I love it, and I know a lot of people do. But being able to throw off of it and uh, in the way that you get the ball in your playmaker's hands, I mean, that's – that's the name of the game, right? The guys that are the guys that are electrifying. You got to get them, get them as many touches as you can. And uh, I don't know. It's um, it's not very often in today's game that you see a running back get 30 carries a game, 30, sure. 35. You know, it's usually running back by committee now. And I've never been a huge proponent of that. I think you give it to the guy that's you know because a guy like Lou, he can he, you always say it in the beginning of the game, don't just keep giving it to him because he'll wear guys out and then he'll get those big chunk plays, those 25 right. yarders, those 30 yarders, and so, anyway, I think it's a great mix, and, uh, and that's been a big key to the success. Well, and I think, you you know, you talk about even since they started this uh, playoff deal with the four teams, which four teams are ending up in those playoffs every year? They're all of them mm -hmm. balanced offensively. Balanced. All right. They don't just run it or just throw it. They're totally balanced. And all of them play defense. Yep, good defense, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask what you think of the four-team playoff and if you want expansion or not? <coughs> or is that a I refer not to comment? I, you know, I don't. I mean, look, I'm, I, again, just give me the rules and we'll figure it out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good enough. Good enough. Hey, well, we're going to come back for one final <coughs> segment on the Coach Max we're Show. We're going to do questions? Yes. If anybody is brave enough out there, we got a microphone up here or a headset, come on up ask a question we got about four or five minutes on the final show of the year so this is your chance to ask coach McElwain anything you want Woo. that is uh, -oh. uh radio permissive there right? we go there all right. right add in that little disclaimer we'll come on back for the final segment of the coach Mac show right <laughs> after this from the cabin on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield presented by Fabiano Brothers proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light One final segment here on the Coach Max Show. We only have a couple minutes left. I, but did you say there was one question? We got one. There we go. Uh-oh. 
Here we go. Come on up, introduce yourself. I'm, I'm wondering if some of the injured people will be able to play in the game that haven't been playing. Sure, uh, you know. Good question. That's a great question. Uh, we hope to get a couple of them back, actually. Uh, won't know that until we get into practice, though, but we should get a couple of them back. I was wondering, uh, a lot of schools are having kids opt out. Yep. Are we going to have any people opt out? You know, I think we probably will. And yet, uh, at the same time, uh, uh, you know, that, that that's a choice. And, and there's nothing you can really do about it other than, uh, you know, wish them well. And, and uh, you know, at their next next adventure, whatever the heck that is. But, uh, no, it, it, it has definitely become... Uh, an epidemic, and uh, it's amazing these kids start listening to agents that they just met six months ago, and, and they know what's best for them. So who knows? Man, I wish you could just tell me you only get so many times to play with your boys well, and ride with them, and that's, that's uh, it. Oh, man, I just uh, I never understood that. No, no, don't, don't get it. Uh, don't <laughs> like it. Uh, but at the same time, uh, it's part of what we got to deal with, and guess what? Somebody's going to line up there for their chips and play their tail. Uh, that's right. We'll take them, man. Yep. Hey, you know, we'd love to see you out in Tucson, 888-FIRE-UP-2. That's how you can get your tickets through Ticket Central. Coach, we need, uh, we need eight, a big... 888-FIRE-UP-2. That's right. Huh. That's pretty cool. You know, like that number two you put up on the <laughs> video it. board all year? I got to remember that one. It's right there. Well, hey, thanks uh, thanks so much for doing this all well, year. Well, just thank the crowd for coming out on kind of a late announcement and uh, that we did this. And uh, it's always fun to be with you two. All right. Amen, that's Coach, Coach. Mac. We'll see you guys all down in Tucson. And, of course, fire up chips. Fire up. 888-FIRE-UP-2. There you go. All right. <laughs>